Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the Big K Morning Show. Larry Richard with Marty Griffin. It was a week ago. We had a conversation with the president of Washington Hospital, and a lot has transpired in the last seven days. It has. We're going to grab it in a second, but I wanted uh, Larry's reaction to this picture I just sent you. It's along the lines of what's happening in Washington today. What What does that picture show? It's a picture where there's a, a young man holding up this. You, at first, you don't know what it is in the bag, but it happens to be that we know. His father's head. And is and this happened in, is it Levittown, Larry? Is that how you say it? Yes. Yep. This happened in uh, Levittown, Pennsylvania. Um, and he decapitated his 68-year-old father, called himself the Messiah. And as heinous as this is, what the hell's? it's just what we were talking about, Larry. Yeah, Who all, the hell lets this stay up on YouTube for seven all, hours? All the heads of the big social media companies are facing a <sighs> Senate committee meeting today on what they can do to protect children from, you know, seeing these kinds of things in a sundry of ways. Or adults. And anybody. Come on, man. How do they regulate this? And Larry, how? Th- it's pretty much unregulated Who now. The hell, in that, I mean, Larry, who the hell is sleeping at the switch at YouTube lets it seven hours, Larry? Come on, man. That's disgusting. It really is, man. This has to be. There is no way in hell a company can suggest that it's responsible in any way, shape, or form for if it's allowing that to be up for seven hours. We've had this talk before. These companies are so massive. Uh, what is it? Four billion people use Facebook. Facebook has 200,000 people. All they do all day long is look for stuff like this, but they don't get it all. How can they? With Maybe. The amount of. Right. People that are using the platforms. And, but I would argue that artificial intelligence should help to resolve some of this. Moving on. That's very important, but but this is in our backyard what we're talking about right now and the significance of an entire community's future. Brooke Ward, good morning, sir. How are you? Morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. That's quite the transition. My yes. God. Well, Sorry it's important that. stuff. <laughs> you don't have to apologize. He understands what's happening in our community. Um, so... We had the mayor on yesterday, and that's why I wanted to touch base with you. He stood firm, man. The mayor of Washington, Jojo Burgess, he's courageous. He's taken on the unions, and it makes a big difference, does it not, sir? Because you were there with him at the news conference. Yeah, absolutely. Mayor Burgess has, you know, looked at the situation. He understands how critical it is. He knows it's important not only to our organization and our employees, but our patients in the entire southwestern corner of Pennsylvania. And so, you know, he's made... 
the right decision, and I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful for that. Hey, yum. Hey, yum. So he told us flat out on the show, did he not, yesterday, Larry, that this deal's going down, that this this will happen in the next thirty to ninety days. Are you as confident as he is, sir? Well, I wish I was. Um, the fact of the matter remains: we have to submit the data that the government's requested. You know, I'm not exactly sure um, when that will get done. It greatly depends on how long it takes us to pull that. You and I have talked about that in the past. We're expecting at Washington to have our material submitted very soon. It's going to take UPMC longer just based on the size and complexity of their organization. So it's going to take them longer than 60 days to get that done. That I'm confident of. Whenever they get that in, then the government has 30 days to review the millions of documents that get submitted Come and on, make bro. a decision. So I'm, I, I like his optimism. I, I appreciate his support, but, um, you know, it's going to be longer than 60 days for hey, sure. Hey, Brooke, this is ignorant for them to ask uh, UPMC for 4 million documents. And then, and then for us to be as stupid to believe they can review 4 million documents in 30 days. There is no way they can, right? Right? Well, I think, you know, on our end, we're going to be submitting, um, it's almost the equivalent of 4 million pages, a couple million documents. On UPMC side, it's going to be a multiple of that. So, you know, I don't know yet because I haven't heard the numbers, but it wouldn't surprise me if UPMC ends up submitting close to 10 million documents. Oh, come on. To the government. So to answer your question, Marty, in 30 days, can the government look at that when they've been telling us all along they have workforce shortages like everyone else? I doubt it. And tell our listeners, and I really think they're trying to screw these people by doing this, but that's not Brooks' opinion, that's mine. What they wanted, which is crazy in terms of documentation. Well, they wanted documents going back, you know, multiple years, in some cases, 10 years. They want information on every employee you've ever hired. They want information on every patient who's ever come in. They want information on every um, reimbursement you receive from any payer. They want information on, you know, uh, every service you've ever performed. Uh, the information is voluminous, uh, to say the least. It's, uh, it's daunting. And, you know, as we talked about, can they review it all? It's hard to believe they Come. can. So, you know, at the bottom line, you know, it, it feels like whether this is true or not, these are just roadblocks to sort of discourage you from even attempting to try and do the right thing for your organization, which is, you know, get to a point where you can be sustainable. And for us, sustainability long term, and as we've talked about, is to get to a point where we can keep our organization alive, keep healthcare local, keep jobs local. That's through an affiliation. We've talked about the fact we went through a, a very deliberate, robust process to get to finding the right partner. So then to have what feels like uh, roadblocks put up is very discouraging. They're trying to bully you, man. It, it feels rough. That's for sure. Um, what was the outcome of that get together with at W and J with uh, all the officials that was so well attended? Yeah. Well, from my perspective, I thought um, it was unnecessary and probably a little bit of political theater, but, I thought it was a very positive hearing overall. The vast majority of the people who stood up were there in support. You know, I think in total of maybe, um, you know, 25 or 30 people who spoke, there were three people who were opposed. The rest all were in favor of it overwhelmingly. And there was, you know, I don't know, a couple hundred people there wearing uh, um, there in support and a vast majority wearing she shirts actually saying, I support the affiliation. And so, 
at the ground level here in Washington Green County, I believe we have overwhelming support of this, not only within our organization, but across the community. Um, but we all well, know who's opposed to this, and for reasons that don't make any sense to me, because at the end of the day, if they had their way, they would sacrifice our organization and sacrifice their own union members because of petty issues happening between them and UPMC in Pittsburgh that have nothing to do with us. This is uh, what would destroy this hospital. 2,700 employees and thousands of patients would create a um, healthcare desert, as they say. Hey, um, Brooke, just to add to the misery index here, um, my people at UPMC sent me a note, and they're never wrong about facts and figures. They have pulled 40, Larry, listen to this number. UPMC has pulled 40 million documents so far, Larry. And Brooke, let's be adults here. They're telling you that they're going to review, the Attorney General's office is going to review those documents in the FCC in what? Is it 40 million documents in 30 days, sir, right? Well, that's their task. That's what they're um, supposed to do. We'll see. <laughs> Come on. But whether or not they can accomplish that, you know, you and I know that would be a big lift. Well, keep us posted, Brooke. Hey, I got to ask Absolutely. him one more thing. One, hold on. Thanks, Larry, for the moment. Is it true they, that they had a secret meeting, a so-called secret meeting out in the public here? We're not talking about it. Uh, SEIU had a closed-door meeting with uh, the state attorney general's office yesterday. Is that true? Um. Well, before I answer that, I do want to thank a number of the trade unions who showed up at the press conference yesterday and supported this as well. And I want to thank Congressman Rushenthaler, our local county commissioners, our state officials who have all been in support of this. But to answer your question, Marty, um, I don't think it was yesterday, but my understanding is the SEIU is meeting at the Attorney General's office in Harrisburg today because they they were not happy with the hearing because it wasn't uh, negative enough for them, I, I believe. And wow. so they're trying to have a closed door meeting in Harrisburg to apparently have their say and um, whether or not we'll ever get to hear uh, what uh, they um, accusations they make in that meeting, you know, whether or not they're truthful, you know, all those issues we'll never know probably. Um, and it's a shame because, you know, that's part of the hearing, right? Was, you know, I had to provide sworn testimony to talk about what's happening so it could all be transparent and out in the open, and but then this meeting is going to happen behind closed doors, and who knows uh, what will be said. And that's, from my perspective, disappointing because I won't be able to um, respond to um, what may or may not be truthful in in that discussion. It's uh, insidious, and, and it's disgusting, and it's grimy, man. Uh, thank you. We're all in for you, as you know, sir. All right, guys, I appreciate it. Thank you very much, as always. Rick Ward, President. Washington Hospital on, on the Big Larry. K Morning Show. You can reach out to us anytime. The Smell Key Instant Access is a click away. Instant access at kdkradio.com. Um, before we finish out that talk, if you're just listening to uh, Brooke Ward from Washington Hospital, uh, am I biased in this conversation? Yes, I am. I am guilty as charged. Why am I biased in this situation? Well, because I look at the facts, not the crap. And there is no plan B here. If there is no affiliation with UPMC, Washington Hospital goes away. Uh, they're going to start cutting, what they say to us, Larry, maternity. They have 600 babies delivered there a year. They're going to cut that first. There will be nowhere for, you have to go to Greene County. You have to drive an hour and a half to have a baby. Um, and, and, you know, there's two things that people move to areas for, major 
Larry, and this has been studied forever, uh, schools and healthcare. It's a fact. And so if this hospital goes away, you, the, the blood is on the hands, metaphor, of course, of the so-called leaders of SEIU have a grudge against UPMC because they can't unionize there. And, and those are facts. Notice how the SEIU folks won't come on the show. What are they afraid of? The truth. Uh, notice how the attorney general's office won't come on this show. What are they afraid of? The truth. The facts are clear. And Larry and I discussed this in the break. It's flat out ignorant, by definition, Larry, ignorant for the FTC, not the FCC. I apologize if I said that prior. My brain is mush half the time. It's ignorant for the FTC and the attorney general to ask any entity on earth for 40 million documents, which cost millions of dollars to produce, and then ignorant if they think we're going to believe they can review 40 million documents in 30 days, brother. That's a flat-out, bald-faced lie. Or if you want to be nice about it, a misrepresentation of the truth. That would take years to look at. It's crap. And, and it appears as if... Well, who's going to look at it? Thank you. And do what with it? Thank you. What do they have? People sit in the office, Larry. Come on, brother. Hey, I know these folks in these various entities they don't have people to look at 40 million documents larry they, they could barely look at five documents spare me so at the end of the day if this affiliation breaks down and is declared um inappropriate what's plan b but here's what i'm told by insiders at different medical entities and um at high levels of government if upmc agrees this will be the caveat put in front of them by I'm told by the attorney general's office, if they agree to allow all healthcare options at this facility, at these facilities, okay, um, then this deal will be cool. And by the way, these guidelines, these parameters have been accepted by UPMC in the past. So there would be no way that UPMC would say, hell no. I'm, I'm speaking for them, but historically that would happen. It's a big deal, man. Brooke Ward, the president, uh, described it as a merger, not a takeover. Right. The, Affiliation, they like to call it. Right. Um, and he, he described it as a bloodletting of what they're trying to do to them, trying to them to bleed out is the metaphor he used to describe what this union that says it, it represents the people is trying to do. Now, what union that I believe are you, because I'm a supporter of unions, I really am, ask the truckers. Ask the construction guys. Ask the trade guys who I support. They know it. I don't support this, and neither do a lot of the union bosses because they know that their people will lose jobs as well. It's, it's, it's a frightening possibility, and it's real. This isn't hyperbole. This is legit. Man, bad. Really could be ugly, Larry. Ugly. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.